I'm stuck in the chicken coop. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> Entertaining for you. This is fantastic. Uh-huh. There's a latch there so that it doesn't lock on me. Hey, this is Jared. Hey, friends. This is Annette. And this is our <laughs> Azure Farm podcast where we're going to talk about all things farm, family, home, and all things in between. We hope you enjoy it. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Now I just want to laugh. No, no laughing. <laughs> Jared was just saying... Please help Ava sleep. <laughs> Please. Ava, um, hmm, anyways. Doesn't sleep. Ava does not sleep well. Anyways, hello, everyone. We have been off for a couple weeks. It was like Christmas and New Year's, which feels like ages ago somehow. Doesn't it seem like a long time ago? I mean, back then we had a country. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. Man. Too soon? Keeping it positive over What's here for the new here? year. Hello. Woo! Happy New Year. I have a fun story for you. Tell it. So, I was taking a shower last night. I like this story. <laughs> this story has started wonderfully. Annette is blushing, everyone. Stop. <laughs> I can't. Well, you started the story. You were yeah. naked in a shower. No. Oh, my word. It's or getting you worse. Naked? You had clothing? You had a bubble goose jacket? What'd you do? It's getting you worse by the minute. <laughs> Stop talking. Okay. Oh... Okay, I was trying to just say something fun and lighthearted. Can we try that again? Mm -hmm. Okay. I was taking a shower, which is a necessity on a daily basis normally, and I was washing my hair. And I was like, man, I know that, like, I've not, you know, like, really bath been. Yet this year? No, sorry. <laughs> well, no, no, I have. I've not, I know I've not been, like, real good to my hair lately. Like, I don't know. Meaning, like, before I had Ava and I had time, I would do, like, deep conditioning and all these hair masks and all this stuff. But now I barely wash it. I don't know. Anyways. Mm -hmm. So I'm washing my hair. I was like, wow. I know I've not done a lot for my hair. But wow. It's, like, really coarse and awful. Like, you know, like, I was, like, washing it and I had my hands in it. And I was like... It's like straw. <laughs> my, my hair, it's just like straw. It's gone downhill. No hope. And then I realized there was actual straw in my hair. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's hilarious. Yeah. I had carried hay <clears throat> to the animals. And apparently little pieces have gotten in my hair. And I would not looked at my hair. And then when I was washing it, I was pulling out little chunks. So I was in a way relieved, you know? That That's it wasn't hilarious. like my hair was complete awful straw, actual straw. She's not a total dumpster fire, folks. <laughs> I mean, is that a phrase? Um, maybe. I've never heard that. That They don't say that in Spanish countries. Dumpster fire? Okay, anyways. <clears throat> it is a new year. And we thought we'd talk about something, uh, you know, like people talk about New Year's resolutions a lot right? It's like the big thing. I don't like to put a lot of pressure on that. I feel like it can be a little overwhelming and then you feel like you've not achieved something the second you break a resolution, you know? Anyways, so I thought we could talk about something that you recently shared on and I thought it was really important to start the new year off talking about this and it's kind of like a more serious subject, I guess, mm -hmm. but I felt like it wasn't really a resolution. It was more so a something you do maybe or yep. something you can do 
um, as you start off the year to kind of um, start off on the right foot. Is that's mm-hmm. an expression, right? Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. You want to talk a little about sure. what I'm thinking? So a few years ago, my dad and I are walking around Augusta National Golf Course. If you've ever heard of this place, it is like a heaven on earth. They literally have the pine needles in order. <laughs> they are keeping azaleas in coolers until the golf tournament so that they will burst through the tournament four days. I mean, it's it's a surreal place. It's hard to get in, but... If you ever want to get in, just go down there, buy some scalpers tickets. There's the secret. Rather than waiting seven years and spending thousands of dollars. So we're down there, and he starts to complain of a headache and takes his blood pressure, and they're like, yeah, something's wrong. And So anyway, long story short, he, he had dissected his carotid artery. And talk about crazy. You're supposed to die from that. And then a few months later, he dissects the other carotid artery. He starts this journey going to NIH, National Institute of Health, Mayo Clinic, and they finally figure out you got these tumors on your liver and they're causing or on your adrenal glands and they're causing your blood pressure to spike uncontrollably in the middle of the night. After they pretty much tell him he has no hope of living, go home and get your affairs in order. He hears about a guy in Washington state, at the base of Mount Rainier, who was able to help people with their health, like a wellness retreat kind of place. So he goes out there and he begins to go out there multiple times number of times and he tried like all the medical routes oh he'd done everything he literally had this like box of 50 100 pill bottles do you know i have that jar oh beautiful yeah yeah it was a jar that's right i remember yeah and so this was like the last attempt and he goes out there and this guy he was a a physician and he was big on detoxification flooding the body with nutrients all these different things Uh, get outside, hike up Mount Rainier, get fresh air, get sunshine, get sleep, all these different things. But the biggest thing he would emphasize when people got there was you, if you're going to find healing, you have to find peace. And peace isn't some mystical idea floating through the universe. You can have it. And so this guy would literally say, you need to make peace with everyone you know. If there's anyone in your life where there is tension and contention and strife, you gotta go make peace. And my dad would take friends out there with all these health issues. They'd all come home better. There was no like lotions or potions or snake oil. Uh, they, they obviously were doing all these healthy things, but the biggest thing they all recognized was they found peace. And so literally they would be writing to people, calling people, texting people. Um, when they even when they went home for their like one week break and then back, it was only three weeks a month. They would make peace with people. It was absolutely profound. And then obviously, if they believed uh, in God, they made peace with God. Like, hey, I need forgiveness from you. There's some things that I carry around that are burdens on my soul. I just need peace. And so this guy would literally teach them: you're not going to find healing from whatever it is you're struggling with until you find peace, so that your conscience can can uh, make it, so that there's no roadblocks in your path to healing. And I've seen this over and over again, that peacemaking is the foundation of a happy life. And so as we start a new year, I'm extremely passionate. By the way, this is the hardest thing to do in the whole world. This is the hardest thing to do in religion. Mm -hmm. This is the hardest thing to do in your life because the odds are someone has wronged you. Because a lot of times to, to have peace or make peace, you have to forgive, I guess. You have to forgive? Yeah. It's a little easier to go ask somebody for forgiveness. 
you know, what if they like you've wronged if, somebody right so it's kind of two steps so the first one is i i'm a big fan go through your whole life is it going to be a painful you're probably going to start crying you're going to feel terrible it's not overdone go through your life and say who have i wronged who is it that i literally need to go and find and say hey i need you to forgive me i did this to you and i'm so sorry will you forgive me and guess what people will forgive you and it may be something that's wrecked their life and so you can find healing in their life years later so that's the first thing finding people that you need to go make peace with and ask for forgiveness but then the harder one is for you to go find people and literally let them know i forgive you we're at peace you wronged me you never said sorry but we are at peace now you only should do this if you're actually at peace like I forgive. Yeah, like you. don't don't just like say it like oh like. That's right. Yeah, you have to <clears throat> you have to want it. I guess you have to want it. That's exactly but right. But if not, then you're not gonna be at peace. So it's almost like if you're not at that place, then don't do that. But mm-hmm. it's a way to maybe move forward or past something. Yeah, and I, I'm a big fan. Like, start with your closest inner circle, whether that's your spouse or best friend to your parents, to your kids, to your siblings, and then on to friends and anybody else. But it'll be, like I said, the hardest thing you ever do. It will be the greatest thing you've ever done in your whole life. And I'd love to hear if there's some testimonies that people have to say. I know, I wonder. That's hard, though. That's hard to be like, oh, "Oh, this is what I'm saying. Or it's hard to say I'm sorry. It's hard to um, be wrong. Well, it's hard to be wrong, but it's also, I, I, I honestly think the hardest thing is To anybody listening, someone has wronged you in life and they may have wronged you so much that it has scarred you so deeply that your life has never been the same and you're so angry about it. But you holding onto that is not helping you through life. Mm -hmm. And I'm a big fan. Pray for supernatural strength to find peace and then go make peace with that person and move on with your life. You'll find healing. I mean, some people will carry on a lot of weight some people get into eating disorders, addictions. Mm-hmm. I mean, you think about the amount of addictions in the world because somebody's just trying to cover the pain that somebody else inflicted on them. Mm-hmm. So it's obviously easier said than done. Yeah, but, it's man, not a, liberating. It's a tough. It's a tough subject, that's for sure. Um, oh man, you were just saying something, and I had a thought, and then it just kind of left me. <laughs> My brain is not firing at one hundred percent tonight, but um, yeah. I'll give an example. Uh huh. This one is a little random. So I was working on a startup a few years ago and a part of the deal was nobody was really getting paid. It was like, hey, if this works, we're all going to get paid. These two ladies were working very hard and it never panned out. It never reached the goal of what we'd hoped. And they were nice. They were at peace. They're like, hey, it didn't work out. But all these years later, I was always it always nagged me. Like They gave of themselves and they never reaped a reward. And I kind of felt like I owed them something. Like I had wronged them. Hmm. So just a week or so ago, I reached out and I said, hey, how do I get in touch with you? And I was grateful to be able to uh, give them each a nice gift and make what I felt was a wrong right. And what I found is, if you want to feel really liberated, go make a wrong right that you didn't inflict. Someone else wronged someone and you're going to make peace. Like, I think that's where Jesus' words of blessed are the peacemakers. Mm -hmm. Like, there's something about you being an agent of peace that is profound that you have to experience it to believe it. And for people to know that you're you're that too or that you can be that. 
I think that's really cool too. Um, I was going to say <clears throat> that I have noticed working in a hospital with patients and things that a lot of times when someone is, I don't know, just really sick or just in a really bad place, you know, if a family member comes and says like, you know, it's okay, I forgive you, I'm sorry, all those things, I think you instantly see someone's demeanor change. And it's just such a big thing. So it's just, I don't know, it's just crazy to think that that words and emotions can take such a toll on our health. And I, you know, I really believe that we should strive our best to be the healthiest possible, especially with everything going on in our world right now. So if this is a way maybe in this new year that, you know, you can find a way to be happier and healthier, then I guess why not try, right? So it's kind of like a a weird goal or step for 2021. I almost said 2020, <laughs> 2021, but I would say to go ahead and see if you can make peace and be at peace and also use um, deep hair conditioner. And don't shower with your boots on. No, I was not showering with my boots on, just straw. <laughs> but we'll be back next week. I did a poll, and you guys told me all sorts of subjects and things that you want to hear about. So we will be reviewing them, and we will hopefully be back next week with more. Until later. Bye-bye.